Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Reading Project Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley DeMercario, and your reading tutor. Today's episode is all about what to do when your child can't remember what they've read. So before we dive in, I've just got to say that it would truly mean the world to me if you would take just a minute and share the Reading Project Podcast with your friends, family, and your community on social media. Specifically, if you're on Instagram, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at your reading tutor Ashley. When you do, I'll share your posts on my page. And that would help this podcast reach even more families and caregivers like yourself so that we can support, encourage, and empower families as they are supporting their readers at home. Okay, let's go. Hey there, welcome to the Reading Project Podcast, where I help you build stronger readers one episode at a time. I'm Ashley, and your reading tutor. My experience as an online tutor, classroom teacher, and the mother of a reluctant reader has allowed me to bring a fun and effective approach to building stronger and more confident readers. I created the Reading Project after working with dozens of families in my business that needed support in helping their readers at home. I want parents and caregivers to know that you don't have to be a teacher to help your struggling reader. I'm here to help with book suggestions, homework tips and tricks, tools and ideas for tackling reading, writing, and spelling work at home. I am on a mission to help you develop a culture of literacy and a love of stories with your children. Let's do it. So when a child can't remember what they read, it's truly a comprehension situation, right? They're they're not understanding. They're not comprehending what they're reading. And so when you say to them, tell me about what you read, they, they truly can't remember. They don't, they didn't understand it, so they don't know. Often, this is because of several reasons, honestly, and I'm going to talk about five different things that you can do to support your child in developing a better reading comprehension. Typically, if your child is not interacting with the text and not thinking about what they're reading, they're just literally reading the words on the page, then they won't remember or be able to talk about or answer questions about what they just read. So a strong reader is one who can think about and question what they are reading. If your child isn't doing this, then you're going to need to work with them at home and also with their teacher at school in supporting them to learn how to do this, to learn how to interact with the text and think about their reading. So here are five things that you can do to help a child develop these skills and to help them be able to better comprehend the text and remember what they read. Number one, in its simplest form, you really want your child to interact with the text by stopping every few minutes, every few pages, and monitoring their comprehensions. One strategy you can use to get them to do this is sticky notes or sticky tabs, and assign different color notes to different jobs as they're reading. Okay, so as they're reading the the text, encourage them to stop and put a yellow sticky note every time they have a question or are wondering. Ask them to put a pink sticky note every time they laugh out loud or have something they can't wait to share with you that a character did. So you can pick, I would say, no more than three things you want your child monitoring. Maybe the last one would be a vocabulary word, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about vocabulary next, but give them two to three different color sticky notes. Each color has a job. And then as the child is reading, after they've read a page or two, they should stop and sort of check in 
and monitor their comprehension using the sticky notes. So this is getting them to stop and think, did I just understand what I read or is there something I have a question about? Is there a word on this page I don't know? Was I surprised or excited or did something make me laugh on this page? What questions do I still have about what's going on? So you're getting them to use the tool, sticky notes, and they are learning the strategy of stop and think, right, or of monitoring their comprehension as they are reading. And eventually this strategy will become mental, right? It will become a habit. It will totally in their mind. Most of us don't do this with physical sticky notes anymore, but we do it in our minds now. And your child won't need to mark with sticky notes either. Okay, but that brings us to tip number two, which is to help your child build a strong vocabulary. I have noticed in my tutoring practice that often when a child is struggling with reading comprehension, they are also struggling with vocabulary, whether it's a lack of vocabulary or just a a weaker understanding of vocabulary words. Having a strong vocabulary really can impact reading comprehension because if they don't, if they're not comprehending, right, they just don't understand what they've read. If they don't know what certain words mean in the text, then, of course, they're not going to understand it. I hope that makes sense when I say it out loud. So one thing you can do is to help them build up a strong vocabulary. You can play vocabulary games. You can point out new or interesting words you find in your world around you, in your work. If you're reading a book at bedtime and you come across a word that you just you're not sure if they know that word, just asking them like, oh, hey, do you know what? gather means and then they say yes or no and then briefly talk about it it doesn't need to be a whole big lesson plan right but it you can quickly explain new words to your child and over time you will build up their vocabulary also letting them listen to audiobooks and then asking them were there any new words you heard or words you didn't know or understand and then talking about those words is a great way to build vocabulary All right, the third tip is to practice visualization with your child or or teach your child how to practice visualization when they are reading. So often people are able to remember pictures better than just words on the page. Not everyone, of course, but um, I've seen this happen a lot with students who are struggling with reading comprehension. So it's possible that they are not creating a mind movie while they are reading. Before I started teaching one-on-one and working with all different kinds of students, I, I didn't realize how common this is for someone to read a book and not be picturing what's going on in their mind, because that comes naturally to me. And what I have learned is that for some people, it does come naturally. They're able to easily picture what they're reading. But for other people, they don't do that. And they either were never taught how, or they just developed other strategies for how to cope without doing that. So talk to your child about whether or not they are picturing the story in their head like a movie, okay? If it's hard for them, you can practice. Um, I suggest two different ways to practice. One is to read a short but visually interesting passage. You know, maybe it's a description about playing a baseball game. And so you can have them close their eyes and you read them the passage about playing baseball and ask them to picture the person standing on the batter's mound getting ready and then the the pitcher, right? Imagine everybody wearing their baseball uniforms and how there's kind of dusty from the dirt on the field. So just get them to, to sort of picture it. 
if baseball is not their thing, right, you could maybe have them connect with ballet or have them connect with cooking. But just practice picturing it in your mind with shorter passages or things they've actually done before you're doing it, you know, before you're asking them to do it with the text. I've also found that anytime you can connect a book to a movie they've seen, that can often help them create those mental images to go with the text. So it can be specifically the the companion movie, like you read Charlotte's Web and then you watch the companion movie, right? And then or watch the movie first before reading the book, and then that will give you images in your mind that you can connect with the book. They kind of go with the text. You can also just have them try to make a connection to a movie they've seen before so that they have something to picture as they are reading the text. So visualization definitely takes practice, but I believe it is something that can be taught and a student can learn. That brings us down to tip number four. I think it's a good idea to teach your children to preview a new book before they jump into it whether you call it previewing or pre-reading, this is a way for them to get to know the book they're about to read and to activate their prior knowledge. Okay, that is another, you know, the fancy word, I guess, teachers speak for, for what do they already know about this topic. And that prior knowledge or lack of prior knowledge can really impact comprehension. I've seen that several times, actually in my uh, tutoring practice. So just like if you were in a bookstore or a friend handed you a book and said, hey, this book's awesome, and you're holding it in your hand, what do you do, right? You typically look through it, check check the cover, read the back, look for chapter headings, you might flip through it a little bit. And this helps you to get to know what the book is about, and it activates your prior knowledge so that you're not just like going in blind, right? And you can decide, do I know about this topic? Am I interested in this? You know, and that will help your child with their reading comprehension. And building prior knowledge, you know, building up your child's experiences, whether it's whether it is through virtual field trips or actual field trips, watching documentaries, just talking about talking to your child about different things that are going on in the world and in history. I know with my son, we use the News Junior, I believe it's called. It's a subscription magazine. We use it for his homeschool for geography, cultural events, current events, that sort of thing. And it helps to build his background knowledge around different topics. So when it comes to nonfiction reading, he has a better chance of having, you know, some kind of prior knowledge that he can pull from in order to support his comprehension. All right, tip number five is to have a book discussion or book discussions with your child and encourage them in like a book club type model, whether it is an actual book club of your children and their friends, or if you are in a book club, you know what that's like, but you want it to be less of a test and more like a dialogue, a conversation. Again, just like you would talk about a book with a friend talk to your child about the book they're reading. And if they're really struggling with comprehension and remembering what they read, this would be a great time for you to do a shared reading with them. So if they are reading the book Wonder, read it with them. Read that book also. Not necessarily like in the same room, but like you know they are reading it, so you read it too. And then that way you're able to discuss the book in a conversational way, not like you're drilling them for 
information like what happened next and then what and then what and then what right but that you are you know sort of retelling what you just read in the most recent chapter and that you're you know gentle probing questions about why things went the way they did or what did your child think about what a certain character chose to do make it truly a conversation a discussion and if you make a habit of doing this then trust me your child will start to come to you to have these discussions if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I have said my my son was a reluctant reader. Um, and as a reading teacher, that was really hard for me. And one of the things we, we we use this strategy, we talk to him about books. And just this week, he's now a fourth grader. He came to me yesterday uh, sharing about a book he has been listening to and telling me all about it and making connections to other books he's read. And this was completely, totally unprompted. And it was amazing. I got to tell you, one of my proudest moments um, as a mom and as an educator. Okay, so that's five tips for you for what you can do if your child can't remember what they have read. So let me just go back and say each one again. So making sure that they are interacting with the text or monitoring their comprehension. So that's a strategy and the tool they can use is sticky notes. You want to help them build a strong vocabulary, practice visualization of what they are reading, teach them to preview the book to activate their prior knowledge, and have book discussions with your with your child and encourage book clubs, whether you're in one with them on your own, maybe they're in one. Um, talk to your kids as much as you can about books and what they're reading. And this will also help with the vocabulary building, like we mentioned back in tip number two. All right. So if you're doing all of these things and you're still not seeing improvements, it might be time to get some outside help. And that's where I can come in. I do have openings in my one-on-one -on -one tutoring schedule, and I can help your child learn how to effectively monitor their comprehension. I can also do some assessments with your child to determine where exactly the comprehension gaps are. If it is vocabulary, if it is prior knowledge, or, you know, if they're not monitoring as they read. And I can help, I can work with them to improve those strategies. All right. Also, I have some summer school options coming up. I'm going to have some small group classes offered in comprehension, fluency, and phonics. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at yourreadingtutorashley and join my newsletter at www.yourreadingtutor.com. Don't forget to head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. If you've learned something new or helpful today, consider leaving me a tip. You can use the link in the show notes to do that. All right, until next time, keep reading. Thanks so much for listening. And if you know anyone who might be interested in joining us and listening in on my podcast, I would love for you to share it. And I'd also love to connect with you on social. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. All my links are in the show notes. Make sure you head over to my website at www.yourreadingtutor.com to sign up for my newsletter so you'll be notified when new episodes come out and any new promotions or services that I'm offering. You can also find my free signature three-step reading reward system on my website. You'll be able to download it and just get started right away helping your struggling reader to reach their potential. Keep reading. See you next time.